and welcome to Unfiltered Politics. This is, I'm going to consider this episode one because uh, I'm really trying to now transition over to a more of a podcast type format. And I think that it would be a better idea because I think it has the potential to reach a lot more people. So episode one, unfiltered politics, what is up? So, and I'm like, I'm also trying to transition this away from just talking about marijuana, um, marijuana in New Jersey specifically, but for this episode, what I have planned is I'm going to go ahead and, uh, run through a few news articles I've seen about marijuana in New Jersey, give them my two cents, um, Next time, we're going to go ahead and hopefully I can get a guest on the show. I'm working on getting someone um, who is running for office in New Jersey, and I really can't say who because I really don't know if it's going to happen or not. Hopefully it will, fingers crossed, um, and just hopefully get we can get their view and I can ask them some questions and, uh, you know, see where that falls. Um and hopefully that'll be coming up within the next few weeks. I plan on doing a show a week. I don't know how long this is going to be. This is kind of just a run through at the moment, but, uh, I'm assuming it's going to be around like maybe 15, 20 minutes, something along the lines of that. Um, and you know, we'll see how it goes. If it's good, I'll keep it. If not, I can go ahead and edit, you know, that's the power of editing. Um, but one of the uh, one of the news articles that I went ahead and saw can't really uh, find it at the moment. But so just to take a step back, uh, in New Jersey, we are trying to legalize marijuana, and there's a few bills in the state legislature that um, essentially, from my last count, I think it's like what twelve or so bills in the state legislature. Um, a good eleven of them, basically, are both by Democrats or Republicans. They're like, oh well, you know, one ounce of marijuana is not legal, or uh, you know, if you go ahead and um, let's see here. Oh, new NJ legal weed plan would remove limit on pot shops and make it easier to clear convictions. Uh, that was another, like, so a couple of these bills had limits on uh, how many marijuana shops can open up. Most of them had, you know, state regulatory agencies and uh, licensing structures. Dude, I'm telling you, look at the licensing structure of Nick Scutari's plan. Nick Scutari is the uh, state senator in New Jersey who's essentially leading, sorry about that, who is essentially leading the cause um, for marijuana legalization in New Jersey. He's doing a piss poor job in my opinion, um, but <clears throat> we can go ahead and delve into that a little bit more later, or you can watch my, one of my other videos. Uh, I went ahead and really tried to outline why I don't like him there. Um, <clears throat> but so this article that I found on NJ.com said that new NJ legal weed plan would remove limit on pot shops and make it easier to clear convictions. So, the one limit I believe... Actually, I think it says it in here. Hold on. So, a new proposal would remove a hard limit on the number of pot shops allowed in the state should legislatures choose to legalize weed. 
While New Jersey has long been expected to be one of the uh, more conservative states when it comes to the number of marijuana dispensaries, the new measure would allow regulators to adjust the number as needed to meet demand. Uh, let's see. Um, removing the cap on dispensaries is just one of the changes proposed by Assemblyman uh, Jamel Holly, um, a Democrat from Union County, to a recreational marijuana bill introduced last month by State Senator Nicholas Scutari, also from uh, Union and a Democrat. Um, and interestingly, all right, so the reason why we can't get marijuana passed in New Jersey isn't because we're debating about how piss poor these marijuana legalization bills are. Uh, honestly, like, if you take a look at New Jersey's marijuana legalization bill, then you go ahead and look at, I think it was, I think they call it Amendment 64 in Colorado. Um, that's the amendment that amended Colorado's state constitution to allow legal marijuana. If you look at both of um, the legislation and the constitutional amendment in Colorado, they're very similar. I mean, obviously, there's vast differences, uh, you know, here and there about different uh, policy things specific to each state, but generally, they're very, very similar. So, in my opinion, uh, the the Colorado Constitutional Amendment is very unconstitutional, and I think that I read this off, it, it violates the First Amendment, the Fourth, the Fifth, uh, the Ninth, the Tenth, the Fourteenth Amendments, all these amendments from the United States Constitution are violated by Colorado's state constitutional amendment. So while everyone's like, oh my god, we got legal weed. Yeah, no, we really don't have legal weed. We have a state that's in entire control of something it should have zero control over, in my opinion. So, no, I don't think that, you know, Nick Scutari has the uh, the the best interest of individuals in mind when he's trying to legalize marijuana. And uh, just from like some of the responses from people who do actually favor legalizing marijuana are like kind of like on my side, they're like, oh, well, you know, it can't be like, it's not going to be that easy to go ahead and legalize marijuana. Uh, yes, it should be that e easy to legalize marijuana. The state shouldn't have anything to do with marijuana. Uh, there should be no state regulatory agency for marijuana. There should be no tax on marijuana. <sighs> There's so many stupid... Anyway, so, let's see. Um, Where was it? Oh, so, so Scutari's bill, the reason why it hasn't been able to get passed in New Jersey is because some of the lawmakers in Trenton feel that it doesn't necessarily go far enough, that there should be home growing in it, that maybe, you know, there's some slight differences, maybe it's an excessive tax, it shouldn't be taxed that much, or, you know, it's just little slight differences. It's really nothing that major. So, Scutari's bill has been met with pushback from several groups, which said it didn't do enough to address many of the larger social justice issues that New Jersey faces. So, for the fa past few weeks, Holly and other lawmakers have been uh, have been writing amendments to that bill, which were reported exclusively on NJ Cannabis Insider. Well, here's the thing. Let me pull that back up real quick. Um, so here's the thing. So these amendments are listed below. Let's see. No limits on dispensaries. So, Scutari's bill capped the number of marijuana dispensaries 
in New Jersey at 218, 98 medical marijuana dispensaries, and 120 recreational shops. Holly's plan wouldn't set a cap at all. However, all right, so it's like, great, Holly's plan wouldn't allow a cap at all. Oh, wow, that's actually not a bad amendment to the the, uh, the bill. Like, you would think, why would the state limit marijuana dispensaries? You know, that's kind of stupid, right? Well, no, instead of limiting the marijuana dispensaries, they're going to allow the state regulators to determine how many marijuana retail locations there would be based on the demand. So, great, we're not going to go ahead and limit the market. We're just going to go ahead and say that the market is going to need regulation and that would prompt it to be regulated, essentially. So why do we need the state government to limit marijuana dispensaries? Why do we need the state government to be involved in how many marijuana dispensaries there are at all? Quite honestly, this should be up to local towns. For example, if in my town... So the the way it work is that my town constitutionally cannot ban me or prevent me from opening up a marijuana business. Now, say my town is a nice, I don't know, say Christian town, you know, billion dollar houses or whatever that doesn't want a marijuana dispensary. Well, that's great. They can't ban me or prevent me from opening up a business. However, they can go and in their, you know, um, in their ordinance uh, process, uh, make an ordinance that regulates who, what, when, and where um, I can operate my marijuana dispensary. Now, great, that's obviously limiting my freedom, but it's not really limiting it in the fact where it eliminates or prevents me from exercising my First Amendment rights regardless. So, obviously, I'd, I'd prefer if, you know, the towns didn't have any regulations, didn't have any ordinances, but it is very necessary in certain circumstances where certain towns might not want this, and they should be able to go ahead and regulate it as they see fit. Now, the marijuana bill that, you know, is pending and the marijuana legislation in Colorado, that, that takes away that leverage that towns have. Instead, it goes ahead and says, well, you have to follow the state law or you're going to not be able to, uh, or you're pretty much going to have to ban marijuana sales. Um, so it's like, all right, well, if you don't follow the state law because we don't want marijuana legalized, then we're going to have to ban marijuana. It's like a, well, I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't situation. So, well, uh, this is just ridiculous. I don't understand why we need limits on marijuana shops. If my town wants to go ahead and open up 50 marijuana shops, if there's 50 people willing to go ahead and open 50 businesses in my town for marijuana, that's great because you know what's going to happen then? That means there's 50 businesses competing with a very small population of, I don't know, let's say around like 10,000 people in my town. That's a super rough estimate. But now there's 50 marijuana shops in my town, which by the way has empty buildings all over that would definitely be... Uh, it, it would definitely be beneficial if there was 50 more businesses, regardless of what it is, because that's more money, people spending money, more people coming to the town, more people investing in the town. The businesses have to go ahead and send the taxes back. You know, it, it helps out the town. So now there's 50 of these businesses that are competing for 10,000 people, you know, maybe a little bit more or less, depending on how many people come and go from around the uh, town. And they're going to go, they're, they're competing for your dollar. So now instead of having, you know, crappy weed that is substandard, that is selling from only one state approved marijuana dispensary, we have 50 competing 
in the free market to gain your money, which means that they're going to have to have top product. And you know what's going to happen if all 50 of those dispensaries absolutely suck? If all 50 of those dispensaries have super high prices or have staff that have no idea what they're doing or poorly market it or sell it to kids on the on the street corner for example you know what's going to happen to all 50 of those dispensaries they're going to be put out of business because the town next to me they have twice as many people and now they're like oh well we're going to have 100 marijuana dispensaries and now 150 marijuana dispensaries are competing for the same amount of people and you bet that no matter what dispensary you go into especially the ones that are going to survive they're going to come out they're going to have the best marijuana you've ever you've ever smoked in your life. They're going to have the best product. They're going to have the best edibles. They're going to have the best staff. They're going to have the most uh, the the most knowledgeable staff. They're going to have door-to-door delivery. They're going to go ahead, go to the that town council meeting so we can have these rules and regulations that are uh, like good for that business. That is what's going to happen if the state is not involved in marijuana. Um, limiting marijuana dispensaries. It's just ridiculous that these people in Trenton have even the audacity to say that we should limit businesses. That's insane. You don't go, you don't see them going around and be like, yo, you know, I think there's only supposed to be 218 alcohol places or uh, liquor stores in New Jersey. That's ridiculous. You know what would happen then? People would have a hissy fit. They would go to their meetings and be like, oh no, well, why are we limiting the amount of Liquor stores. You see liquor stores popping up everywhere in this state. So, no. It's just ridiculous. It's just upsetting that there's even people that are like, oh, yeah, you know, this is a good bill. No, this is a bad portion of the bill. If you want to go ahead and say that we have to limit or have the state limited based on demand, you have no idea what you're talking about. Let the free market work. Let the free market determine how many dispensaries there are, let the free market determine the good ones, the bad ones, and let the people go ahead and vote with their dollar. Like, the state does not need to be involved in this. This is government bureaucracy. This is a waste of government money. This is why we have to raise our taxes. It's just nonsense. Stop. All right. So, the next part, portion of this says uh, that it's, it's going to be easier to clear criminal records. If marijuana were to become legal in New Jersey, people with low-level marijuana possession convictions would be eligible, eligible to have those charges cleared from the records. But Holly wants to make it easier for people. Borrowing from a plan proposed by Assemblyman, uh, Assemblywoman Annette uh, Quiano, uh, also from Union, Holly is calling for expedited expungements and a program to help people get their records cleared. I don't know about this. See, I don't understand why if we go ahead and remove all criminal uh, liability from marijuana, that any marijuana charge, regardless of what it was, is cleared. I I don't see the problem with that, honestly. You're you're basically saying that... Alright, so now what? It's going to be like, what? 1.5 ounces of marijuana, it's going to be legal. Great. So anyone that had 1.5 ounces of marijuana previously is now going to be able to have uh, have their convictions erased from the record. And I agree that it should be some expedited uh, expungement uh, process, but I also think that um, I don't understand why people need marijuana convictions at all. Marijuana is not a crime, so I don't understand how we're going to continue to treat this as a crime. Uh, but actually that section wasn't that bad. <laughs> um, 
no I, I don't know i i think it's a good idea to have expedited uh process i think it's a smarter idea to have no one have any convictions for marijuana whatsoever but apparently these people don't want that and they still want people to have criminal records for marijuana so there we go with that one. Oh, this one's great mandatory social equity in his most recent legal weed bill, Scutari introduced the idea of social impact zones. These are struggling areas of the state that have been hard hit by marijuana arrests. The idea was to encourage people from those areas to participate in the marijuana industry. Holly's plan builds on this by requiring that a certain percentage of retail licenses licenses be given to people from the social impact zones, but does not say what percentage would be. Why? Why? For what? So these struggling areas of the state have been hard hit by marijuana arrests. All right. So you're talking about pretty much big city areas like Jersey City, Newark, Trenton, Camden, right? get arrested for heroin these people get arrested for crack why why are we arresting people for drugs i don't understand that uh, and if you continue to listen to this show i'm gonna hopefully like you know flesh out a decent point about why drugs should not be criminalized at all there should be no government involvement uh in drugs zero um i i think that it's a really important thing to go ahead and emphasize I don't understand why we have to go ahead and put money back into these places that people have been arrested from. It doesn't make any sense to me. There shouldn't be any money given to people in a marijuana bill that's supposed to legalize marijuana. If you want to legalize marijuana, take the the state out of marijuana, remove it from the criminal code so it's not a crime anymore and police don't have the authority to arrest you, and repeal those controlled substances, uh, the New Jersey Controlled Substances Act, so that way you don't have to go ahead and file, like, if you go ahead and apply for a job, a state job, private job, and they're like, oh, let me test you. Well, if marijuana is not on the New Jersey Controlled Substances Act, well then, and the and the policy says that if you're under the influence of a dangerous controlled substance, according to this act, well, guess what? That's not in the act anymore, and it's not cr- a crime, and you and you uh, failed for it, and you still have to have the job because it's still technically, you, you didn't fail for something that it said that you should be uh, ineligible to have a job for. It just doesn't make any sense to me why we had to go ahead and keep these, like, drugs in the criminal code. Why we had to keep the New Jersey Controlled, uh, Dangerous Controlled Substances Act. These two things are part, honestly, a large part of the reason why we have a drug war. These, These two things allow the police to arrest people for drugs, for simple things like marijuana, like heroin, for things like crack, like... I don't understand. Stop arresting people for them. These are not crimes. Crimes are when you go and you violate another person's life, liberty, or property. That's it. If you don't do that, then if there's no victim, there's really no crime. And great, you can go ahead and say, well, you know, there's some instances where there might be uh, no victim, but, you know, there really was a victim down the road. Well, not really. If If there's no victim and you can't prove to me what... I did wrong to someone else, then there's really not that much of a crime. Uh, there are some instances where I can go ahead and give into that argument, and uh, I, I definitely think that there's a broad range of those, but I don't think that it's enough to go ahead and be like, oh, well, you know, let's just ban all substances because they're all going to lead to crime. Well, yeah, ha- have you seen what it does right now? 
Have you seen that if these people weren't arrested for drugs, they wouldn't have to go into a life of crime. They wouldn't have to go ahead. They could actually be productive. A lot of them probably won't be productive. But that's their right to go ahead and just use these drugs. It's ridiculous why we have people being arrested for drugs. It, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Oh, and this is a great, this is another great, uh, clear plans for tax revenue. Previous legal weed bills have said that the body created to regulate the marijuana industry, the Division of Marijuana Enforcement, what a, uh, so stupid, would be totally funded by tax revenue from weed sales. Oh, so if we're going to make $300 million in marijuana sales in New Jersey, that's what the rough estimate was. I highly doubt it's as low as that, but we'll go ahead and run with that number. So part of that will go toward funding the Division of Marijuana Enforcement. What a waste of money. What a waste of money. All right. Totally funded by would be done with the rest of the tax revenue. Holly's proposal does that. Here's the breakdown. Twenty. Oh, this is great. This is almost exactly what Colorado did. This is great. 20% will go to the New Jersey Public Education Trust Fund. Fifteen percent would go to youth drug prevention and education. Oh goodness! Fifteen percent would go toward mental health counseling and drug prevention. Fifteen uh, percent would go toward funding homeless prevention programs, and the remainder would be used for the Justice Reinvestment Community Grants Fund, which would provide money to communities affected, uh, afflicted with disproportionately high marijuana arrest rates. Oh my goodness, Jesus! Like what? I don't understand. Why do we have to fund all this for the marijuana taxes? If we don't have enough money to fund already, the, they tax us out of the butthole in New Jersey. If they don't have enough money that they can't fund this without marijuana tax revenue, then they're doing something wrong. They don't get. They don't deserve a re-election. Oh, so annoying. <laughs> Let's see. <clears throat> So then uh, another one, it says, and I'm going to wrap this up really shortly right here. Uh, bans vertical integration. New Jersey's six existing medical marijuana businesses are required to be vertically integrating, meaning they grow, process, and sell marijuana in a single entity. In other legal weed plants, companies could become vertically integrated as long as they secured the separate licenses. But Holly has proposed banning vertical integration altogether. Oh my goodness. Meaning a company that got a license to grow marijuana couldn't get a license to sell it. Oh, what? 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 So, alright. So say you're mom and pop shop and you're like, you know, I want to go and sell, uh, I don't know, marijuana edibles, right? And I'm going to make them at home because I know how to bake cookies and I can go ahead and package them and you know, that's the thing I want to do for a living, and I can make a lot of money off that because there's a great market for that. All right, cool. So they're going to go ahead and make a law that says, well, you can't go ahead technically and grow the same marijuana that you're going to be putting in these things because that's vertical integration. Uh, and then uh, the best part, they said uh, he believes this is a great way to ensure that mom and pop businesses can have a place in the industry. <laughs> what? It, honestly, it'll make it a lot harder. <laughs> so mom and pop businesses have to pretty much go and get their marijuana from somewhere else because they can't they can't grow it and they had to have a license to do this so they already had to waste a load of money just to even get anything off the ground <coughs> excuse me so th this is utterly ridiculous i can't believe that scutari's bill is even still in contention well it's new jersey so i guess i can really not expect much less but it, it, it's just stupid they should not have 
the government should not be involved in marijuana. Like I said in my videos prior, and I guess this is, this is going to be like the first podcast, technically, I can go ahead and reiterate this. Michael Patrick Carroll has a great marijuana bill. And I really, uh, I, I'm not really prepared to go into everything right now. Uh, hopefully the next episode will be, well, it actually might be a little bit sooner than a week. Um, hopefully, fingers crossed. But I'll definitely go ahead and break it down a little bit in that episode. Um why I like it so much, stuff like that. Um, I I also wanted to go into Trump today, but obviously that's not going to happen. Um, but yeah, so well, let's see. Oh, 25 minutes. That's really not bad. That is not bad at all. All right. So, so let's see. Uh, let's. I, I'll say that I'm going to be doing my next episode around Sunday, Monday. That's when you guys can go ahead and expect it. I'm going to try to get all this on iTunes. Uh, you know, this is going to be on SoundCloud at first. I, I don't know exactly how well this is going to go over. Definitely just a test trial. Uh, also on YouTube. Um, but I would really appreciate it if you can go if you can go ahead and um share this with your friends. Um. And it's not just going to be me talking um, about politics. I mean, it will be for the most part. But I'm going to try to have different people with different views on the show as well. Um, the best part about my political stances and everything like that, in my opinion, is that I am really not... Um, I don't consider myself a Democrat or Republican. I don't like the party structure. I disagree with party politics. I think that party politics makes uh, the Republic weaker. And I think that it definitely is... Uh, threat to the Constitution. Um, and I, I think it's pretty unique that, uh, fun fact, I think the best president that the United States have, that United States has ever had is hands down George Washington. Um, and I could go on and on about, you know, why I defend George Washington as the best president. But the presidents of uh, late have not even stood up to, like... We're, we're talking about, like, you know, Trump and Obama. The, probably one of the, the two. Ooh, then Bush. Oh, there's so many bad presidents. It's like, you, you have to, like, compare Bush, Trump, and Obama with Washington. It's just like, oh. Well, if Washington doesn't win, something is seriously wrong. Somewhere in their history lesson, their American politics lesson, they've they've been seriously misinformed. But anyway, um, that's all for today's show. Check back, share with your friends, and uh, subscribe. I definitely would appreciate it. It's not all going to be about marijuana. This is definitely going to be uh, siphoned into different political things, like <laughs> Trump and his uh, his disaster handling uh, Putin. That that's I should have honestly really started out with that. That'd have been a great headline. Over. Oh, anyway, so that's it for today. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll see you back here on Sunday. Until then.